Support for Waveform comes from Anthropic. So looking for an AI solution for a business, it might be time to check out the Claude 3 family from Anthropic, your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. So whether you're powering a customer chat experience or doing complex R&D or need advanced analysis, Anthropic can help provide you with frontier intelligence. So if you're looking for speed, power, or anything in between, the Claude 3 family offers AI models for a variety of tasks and budgets. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, what is up, people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. I'm Andrew. And David's not here today. This week, he is out uh, taking some beautiful pictures in Iceland. Yeah. So we'll just be Andrew and I for this episode. He'll be back. We're going to maybe try to get him in on the trivia questions if we can. Somehow. We're going to try and do it live. If yeah. it's not live, then it was after. Because Iceland I, might not have the best service. Yeah, I think the plan will be after we do our trivia, we'll uh, FaceTime him or something and see what his answers would have yeah. been. Either way, uh, we do have a lot to talk about this week, but it is sort of in the form of like a bunch of little tidbits, not nothing like gigantic, no major stories. By the time you see this podcast, we do have one particularly exciting video out that I want to talk about, but mm-hmm. the rest is like, this is like a mega lightning round, basically. It, essentially, I found, I realized I like wrote down all these really fun headlines from this week, but none yeah. of them feel like more than 10 minutes of conversation. So yeah. I have some, some thoughts and some hot takes, yeah. but we can- I put, I put all of them in a hat. Actually, it's like- Six headlines and one Marquez rant in this yes. hat that we will pick out of. And you'll know which one's the rant when we get to yes. it. Uh, but first, we should uh, we should talk about the iPhone. We should talk about the, the OG iPhone. iPhone. This was maybe the most spur-of-the-moment ridiculous thing we've done in a long time. But it happened. And you guys, now that you're seeing this live, already know exactly what I'm talking about, which was... Audio uh, might be a little early. Audio, audio might not know. That's fair. Oh, don't know when the video is going to go live, but audio listeners might be getting a sneak peek at this. So, shh. <laughs> quiet, don't tell anyone. Keep it quiet, or maybe maybe get your articles ready now before the video <laughs> comes out. Um, but we did end up winning an auction for and unboxing an unopened, sealed 2007 first-gen iPhone. Now, that doesn't sound all that crazy until you really realize what that means, which is, okay, somebody at back in 2007 had to have bought that phone never even took it out the plastic wrap mm-hmm. and saved it and kept it in pristine condition for 16 years. As good, I mean, I say pristine condition. Yeah. Like, as good as it could be. To be fair, the pristine aspect of it, it wasn't. The box had some dents. The plastic wrap had like a couple small rips, not enough to get anything out, yeah. but it was like dirty, which mm-hmm. actually made me feel more confident that it was the real and deal. It's authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So this is this was the challenge really of this entire project was, if you remember when we did the reviewing every single iPhone video, that was actually kind of a big challenge. You you basically took this head on, which is like, we need to have a working version 
of every single iPhone that's ever been yes. made to appropriately review it. Mm -hmm. And the further back you go, the harder that gets. Finding yeah. a working iPhone 7 was like not that hard. Working iPhone 6, plenty of them out there. Working iPhone 3GS, you know, that's starting to get kind of tough. Most of them have stopped working yeah. and they've conked out, the, they've gotten beat up, like people are just selling them for parts or whatever. You go all the way back to the original iPhone and it was a genuine question of like, when we take this out the box, this is a 14 year old phone at the time, mm -hmm. will it even work? Yeah. Uh, and we did manage to get some pretty beat up original iPhones, but yeah. that they'd still turn on and still work. And could connect, because back then to activate a phone, you had to connect it to iTunes. Right. Um, or maybe not back then, but now like it has to connect to iPhone, iTunes or it won't do anything. Yeah, so these are phones that people had like used for a couple years yeah. and then moved on but kept the phone. Mm -hmm. So they had software updates on them. They had probably iOS 3.0 or something like yep. that by the time they retired, but they still worked. And so that I ended up, I think those were like a hundred bucks, yep. something like that. Also to be fair, back then, that was a pain in the neck, but every... Pixel or uh, Google phone video is way harder Those with are all, all the different Androids and, and all the different, oh my God, cable connectors. Although the iPhone one's the most I've ever used a 30 pin in my life. As someone who didn't own an iPhone or iPod, mm. I never thought I'd use a 30 pin connector that often. They're terrible. They're, yeah, there's They're a the reason worst. they moved on pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this, the fun story was like, this wasn't like any normal buying process. Like going on eBay and buying a $100 original iPhone is one thing. But if you want to go and find an unopened, sealed original iPhone, that's actually much more along the lines of like a an antique, like a create, mm -hmm. like a how would you like a collector's item? Yeah, for basically. sure. Uh, and so people are aiming to sort of like trade these like like Pokemon cards. Like they don't really want to open them and use them; they just want to trade them yeah. and see what the value turns into someday. And I really liked how you said it in the video that every time one of these gets sold. I guess it doesn't totally, but like it gets rarer and rarer. Yeah. Especially if you're like us and open it because yeah. then it doesn't get sold again. And then there are less of them in the world. And, and the value is even <laughs> higher for the ones that are remaining, but yeah. lower for the ones that get opened. So here's the story of how it came to happen. I saw an article uh, about how there was an unopened original iPhone. This is something that's been in the back of our heads for a while. We want to see what that experience would be like. There's an unopened original iPhone on an auction site. And the starting bid is $32,000. Boom! Now, that's <laughs> a lot. That seems absurd. It does. But in very recent history, before this headline came up, uh, the original iPhone had gone for a couple of record numbers. It had gone for like $40,000, $50,000, for an unopened original iPhone. And the air quotes problem with trying to buy an unopened original iPhone is they're so rare that people are willing to fake it to make yeah. that type of money. And so if you go on eBay and try to buy an unopened original iPhone and pay $50,000 for it, often you will see people getting scammed and buying used iPhones that have been like resealed and mm -hmm. you can actually re-shrink wrap a box. Yep. So if you have a good enough looking box, you can re-shrink wrap it and maybe a collector will buy it and never open it yep. and he thinks he got what he was supposed to. It happened to everything Apple Pro. He has a video on it. I don't know how much he paid, but yeah, he opened it and the seal was all off. As soon as he All the it. accessories had no plastic on them and he immediately realized. The look on his face was like, oh, I've, I got got. Yep. And that happens to a lot of people who try this. So here's what made this one a little bit more interesting uh, is this isn't just like an auction site like eBay.com. This was, uh, I think it's called Right Auction. And I, I clicked the article and I, I didn't have any intentions of doing anything about it, but I, I clicked the link to the auction site 
And it's a it's like a live streaming, like a mm -hmm. real in-person auction, like a guy with a gavel who's like, all right, $5,000 for the first item. Oh, 5,500 in the front row. Do we have, oh, we have 6,000 on the phone. All right, guy in the front row, you're bidding against someone on the phone. Do you have 7,000 from you? 8,500, and it just keeps going. And that's like happening on a live stream video. I was like, whoa, this is, yeah. this is pretty intense. Uh, and one of the items in this like lineup that they had for that day was a sealed original iPhone. Yeah, that was like x-rayed to show that everything was inside. Still doesn't necessarily prove that it's real. Like we're not in the clear yet. Yeah. It, they could put all this stuff back in. It could be a different phone. It's hard to tell from an x-ray. Mm -hmm. um, it could have been opened. It could have been resealed, like you said. But yeah, there at least was x-ray of inside to show that everything was there. It, there was something to it that felt a little more legit than just like eBay. For sure. Right. Maybe the 20% um, seller's fee or whatever that gets tacked Ugh. on top of whatever you yeah. pay. So here's how it went. So the starting bid was $32,000. Wait, wait, can I back up one more second? Oh, yeah. I just think this is a funny part of the story. So on the website, it goes live at like 12. And I think you had to be home for like a plumber or something. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, it's starting at item number 200. The iPhone is item number 304. Oh, no, it, it was starting in the 100s and okay. iPhone was 203. Okay, so it was, okay, yeah, 100s, 203. Oh, yeah, 203, 203 you're right. So... <laughs> We see that as like, well, if they're going to take a couple minutes for each of these, you definitely have time to go home. We'll keep an eye on this here just in case. But like you made the account, you have to make this bid. Yep. Go home and get home before you can do this. Yep. But like the way it lines up on the bottom is you can only see the next kind of 10. Mm -hmm. So it's going through, going through. I'm they're kind auctioning of, all kinds of weird stuff. Lamps. Furniture. Old yeah. furniture. They're, and by the way, they're going for like tens of thousands mm -hmm. of dollars, like antique super good condition old furniture. Can I get 10,000 on this stool in the front row? I'm like, whoa, this is, this is pretty yeah, serious. Yeah. I was actually driving, live streaming, just- You were like the audio, yeah. I was entertained by the audio of like, yes, this random stool just went for $8,000. Yeah, and, and then all of a sudden, I think I have plenty of time and Jono just types in like the Slack. Well, also Jono's watching this because the first thing we thought of, how much are we willing to pay for this? And Jono, please find a sponsor for this video because we need to be able to pay for this. Um, <laughs> you'll find out if we did later or not. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then Jono just goes, it's up way sooner than we thought. Apparently it went from one to 150 and then immediately to 200. to 200. So now at this point, I'm in the car, I'm driving. And the way they've listed it on the site is you can set a pre-start bid mm -hmm. and you can actually go up from there if you want, but the minimum bid was 32,000 and I made an account at the studio, signed up, put the shipping information in and everything, and I put in the bid for 32,000 and I thought that's a pretty good deal. But right underneath <laughs> it, it says estimated 40 to 60,000. Yeah, seller's fees. And so every one of these auctions goes by and immediately it like doubles in price and it starts going way up from there. So I was like, we need a sponsor to be ready for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it jumps up to 200. I am nowhere near home. Now I see the UI on my phone and there's like a little slider for every item where you can like bid online and, and, and participate. I haven't done that because I've been driving. But now that they just jumped up to 200, they're about to get to the iPhone while I'm driving and I, I need to not lose this auction. I, if it goes up a little bit, I can be okay with it. So literally I pull over, they do auction 201. They're like, here's a stool, $7,000, <laughs> 7,500 in the front, 8,000. We've got 8,500 online, 9,000 in the front row, going once, going twice, 9,000, 9,500. Oh, we got another 95. And they, they're doing that thing. And I'm like starting to get a little nervous. I'm like, okay, this is really happening. They get to 203. He pulls it up. All right, we've got this pristine condition, 
brand new unopened iPhone original from lot 203. We have a starting online bid of 32,000. Going once. Going twice. Sold to the online bidder. Moving on. And it just was over. Immediately it was just over. And I was like, I think I just won. I don't know what just happened, but I think that worked. It actually just went like for the lowest possible price. I think the Slack message was pulled over on the side of the road. And then like two minutes later, easy. <laughs> easy like... money. Easy. Jono, the sponsor now knows exactly what we got to do. Um yeah, that's that's really all that happened, and they just moved right on to the next lamp. Yeah, so 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 we got it. We did I also have to say, you know, all those times we say like Marquez, what would you do if you weren't a tech reviewer, auctioneer? You you're made for it. Really? You've you seem to really enjoy doing the it thing for all fun. of the stories. I was for totally it. expecting you to mess it up too, and you didn't. You just <laughs> you haven't going. messed it up 7, once. Yeah. Eight thousand. So auctioneer. There we go. It is a. Uh, it is pretty pretty wild seeing the guy sort of like juggle all the things going on. There's like people yeah. on the phone, people in person, people online. Uh, so yeah, we won. Yeah. My account won. Now I have to figure out how, how, to, how does this work? <laughs> how to get it here? How to get it here? That was this the next fun this part. This isn't eBay. This auction house was in Chicago, and it turns out I had the shipping address for the studio here, and. The, the options were actually, so if any of you have ever bought a $7,000 lamp on an auction site, you already know how this goes. But basically, uh, they give you a couple quotes for shipping, and they will literally ship it to you. They'll ship a $40,000 unopened iPhone, or whatever you <laughs> bought, they'll ship it to you, or you can pick it up. We actually had miles, like... Around going Chicago, home to Chicago, like, yeah, yeah that. for the couple days after the auction, we were like, "Oh, maybe Miles can just like pick it up while he's there." It's the auction house in Chicago, and I was told, "Sure, you can do that if you want, but Chicago has a ten point two five percent city tax, and so if you want to do the pickup option, that will mean that the transaction happened in Chicago, which means we need to charge you two thousand more dollars to satisfy that city tax versus New Jersey's like seven percent sales tax." I'm just picturing Miles walking up with like a briefcase of 2000 <laughs> <laughs> dropping it on the table. Just two rubber banded Give me rolls. The iPhone. Put That'll be mine. Miles would have been perfect for that because he's jacked. Yeah. <laughs> like picture Security Mar built Mar in. Marquez's Brown Marquez Brownlee's like associate comes to pick it. It's like Miles in a suit with a briefcase. <laughs> that would have been kind of sick, actually. But it also would have been two thousand extra dollars. Yes. So instead I got a shipping quote and it was eighteen hundred dollars. And so we did that. <laughs> and so literally the UPS guy who's dropped off like B and H packages and random stuff before, like comes to the door with a forty pound wooden crate and we're like, I think that's the iPhone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was extremely well packaged. You uh, stood on top of it, which also scared me. It was but... it was it was well packaged to the point where it was like it was one by fours. In a yeah. box, yeah. Yeah, they put it in a box, in a box, in a box, in a crate, and that crate was designed so that it could withstand the classic uh, abuse that a normal delivery is susceptible to go through. Big Raiders of the Lost Ark vibes. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. <laughs> um, we got that power drill, we took it apart, we opened up the iPhone, we broke the seal. It had a special sticker that we are not sure uh, actually, I do now have an answer. Wait, really? That. Yeah. This is news to me. This is... Um, For anyone wondering, there's a, a red sticker on it that just says, Lucky You and the white Apple logo on a red sticker. Yeah. I also thought it was very interesting that like that sticker could be sold right now and there's zero design language changes from 
yeah, fourteen Apple years logo. ago, whatever. It it would look it would fit perfectly now. Yeah, yeah. We uh we have been able to confirm that that was an Apple retail sticker that they okay. put on some iPhones around the holiday season. Around the holidays. Yeah. Cool. So, kind of a random fun fact that made it a little bit more rare technically, but didn't really mean anything. But this was a, the original iPhone, eight gigs in the box. You can check out the full video for uh, the the full unboxing experience. I was kind of impressed and surprised by a couple things. The accessories that it came with, mm-hmm. I didn't remember. The dock um, is cool. The dock that it came with. Here is the iPhone itself. It is in perfect condition. And it confirmed it uh, won't get past the iTunes screen because it's still on iOS 1.0. Yeah, that, that kind of leads to like another fun part of this story that's not told in the video. I don't yeah. know if there's more you want to talk about the phone right now or no, you like want to jump into that. I'll okay. leave that for the video, but yeah. So like, yeah, if you watch the video, it's us unboxing it, kind of all the things we were doing to make sure that it seemed like we didn't get duped because like we said, an x-ray still could get duped. Mm-hmm. So everything seemed good. We decided we want to plug it into iTunes to try and get it to go. And I plug it in and I get this error message that says, uh, let's, it says, the iTunes could not connect to the iPhone. GD Local's iPhone, because of an invalid response, was received from the device. And at first, I just thought, oh man, I'm going to have to like download an older iTunes to get this to work. We had the other ones in the past. I thought it would be no problem. Somehow I figured it out previously. And then I, I noticed that what it said, it's a GD Local apostrophe S's iPhone which is what Apple would do anytime that it's, you're naming something. So like if you name the phone Marquez, it would say Marquez's iPhone. If you named it Ellis, it would say Ellis's iPhone. GD Local is a weird name, but doesn't yeah, like, it's, that, it still sounds different. It's weird that it has a name already. Right. And yeah. So we 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 activated like an iPhone 3G or 3GS yeah. and it it came up as just iPhone. And then but then after we activated it, didn't it name itself whatever the iTunes was. Name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that felt red flaggish. Um th- then we searched on Google. I mean, we had four or five people. You guys were searching GD local on Google for hours. Just trying to figure out yeah. what it meant. Yeah, like literally Apple, like three hours yeah, probably. <laughs> Apple GD local. Because if this is some default name, I feel like it pops up on Google. I think the only search in three hours that we found was you found a forum post from 2020 of someone's Bluetooth keyboard yeah. being named GD Locals keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. So that feels weird. (laughs) Then Marquez goes, wait, the guy's name is on the auction site of who bought this. So the original person who uh, did the appraisal and like brought it to the auction site, his initials were DG. (laughs) And so that was a tiny red flag. I was like, wait a second. DG, his name had GD in it. And I was like, wait, Wait, what is GD local exactly? So that's why we started Googling it frantically. I, I, I guess it's just a default name that they they had. And when you had an old version of iTunes and this old phone that doesn't talk to it, like that's not set up yet. Yeah. Not set up yet. It just sort of defaults to GD local. And we just found that out. Did you find out anything more? So, you look like- yeah. So I have three theories. Okay. And I would like to put out an open call to please, anyone please. who's a developer who has either other things we can test or um, or answers some of these things. So theory one, unfortunately, is we got duped. That this is just like an iPhone that someone plugged into a computer and factory wiped. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, sick follow-up video if we got duped for yeah. $40,000 and get to return this. Just saying. Um, <laughs> option or theory number two is that at some point in the quality assurance product 
process for a lot of Apple products. They have a test bench where they sort of mock activate devices. Mm -hmm. That test bench has the name GD Local. And this phone just did not get wiped properly for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Theory number three, this is uh, the... Oh, also, I just want to say, I... Like did a bunch of research and found people like, you know, kind of talking about Apple test bench stuff. And while I couldn't find any evidence of GD local being the name of any Apple test equipment, when I asked chat GPT what it thought, <laughs> it, it's it suggested the test bench thing, too. I um, love that. So that was pretty fun. And then uh, uh, number three, the, the like most tinfoil hat. Uh, yes. One ever is that there's a bunch of different. Um, graphics libraries from around like 2008 through 2010, none of which are called GD Local, but all have sort of like similar names. Okay. And there are other tinfoil hat people on the internet that, and I'm, I really hope I don't get this wrong, but th that essentially like Apple was using OpenGL on the original iPhone and was thinking about switching to core graphics. And hmm. um, there was some, like, maybe on this phone, they were testing a core graphics library that um, okay. did not get taken off in the proper way before they huh. decided to go with Quartz in the end. Anyway, um, so if you are an Apple developer and the phrase GD local means anything to you, yeah, because if it wasn't this guy's initials, I feel like we wouldn't have thought it. Yeah, it was yet. backwards you too. So it was like a little DG. off. But G GD and then DG just are way too similar. But that's like, you're spending it's, such a, it's such a computer name. Yeah. It, no, it's, it's super. It's, like, it's super. It's, yeah. So. DB, a, a, whatever, local. I, I feel like the, the Lucky You sticker being confirmed a retail yes. sticker is the strongest way of lending credence to this being original from an Apple store and never opened. And in this process is another thing that I think helps confirm it is through everything I've, I know we got those other old iPhones to work, but mm -hmm. if all of them are at least on iOS 3, I I believe with what I was looking up, the iPhone 1 and the iPhone 2G, both were still using iOS 1 and from Every single post, and these are recent posts of somehow people getting phones that should have iOS 1, nobody can activate them on iTunes. For whatever reason, there's some weird hack that barely works, but like it is basically impossible. And every single iTunes that I tried, I could not get this thing activated. Yeah. And then one more thing that I think proves that it's on iOS 1 and not a further one like 3 is, turning on all three old iPhones we have that aren't this one, the iTunes Connect screen shows a USB-A port into the iTunes where this one shows a 30 pin yeah. going into the iTunes logo. So yeah. they have to be on different iOSs. I th that's why I think this proves that this one is on 1.0 or whatever it shipped with. And we will just unfortunately not be able to power it on. Yeah. This I is appreciate the done. one more thing reference. Good job. Oh, yeah. I was totally trying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, played. well done. Well done. Yeah, no. Th this was a this was a fun experience. This is now worth a lot less than when we <laughs> <laughs> bought it. Shout out to uh, the video. If you watch it, you'll understand the lengths we went to to get this. But we have it now. What a bargain! We got it. It was fun. It was definitely fun. <laughs> I this we talked about this before. How this might be the most successful individual product ever. And product so it was kind of fun. it was yeah. yeah like individual product from one company, mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool to like go back in time a little bit and feel what that was like because i actually never owned an original iphone 
until we started yeah. like, getting them late and reviewing them. I had later iPhones. I had the LG Voyager, like a couple years after the original iPhone. So this was uh, this was fun for me. I do like the fact that the dock, despite the iPhone having a headphone jack on the top of it that wouldn't get covered by the dock, the dock also has a headphone jack. It's a nice, uh, well, it's a nice, this would be like an alarm clock type thing. Yeah. Because when it first came out and this was in there, uh, you could pop the iPhone onto this, it would be your, your alarm clock, yeah. and then you could plug it into some nice speakers, which would be cool. If you really are a heavy sleeper, I guess. You could listen to but some yeah. loud alarm music. Remember when Apple enjoyed open standards? Good well, times. I was just going to say, <laughs> a- Apple killed the headphone jack, but also at one point had two of them, basically. So, yeah. One on the phone, one on the bottom. Because we it would go. be weird to come out the top of the iPhone, so, you know. I guess. Apple wouldn't want to do anything we weird, like a dongle <laughs> or anything like that. That's very unApple like uh yeah no that's that's pretty much it it retailed like 5.99 when it came out nice little value increase i don't know if they're going to go up even higher in value if it does i will feel like i i got a deal uh, i think that's where we'll <laughs> we'll go to trivia so i feel like pretty good about myself but that was uh that was our our week this week trivia question one how much did marquez lose <laughs> based on what the ad percent, rates of the, the how video? bad did i get fleeced <laughs> this time trivia there it is Okay, so, Marquez, $32,000 is a lot of money to pay for an old iPhone. I agree. What was the final price of the most expensive Apple product ever sold at auction? At auction? And, uh, and because it's me, we're doing Price is Right rules. Closest okay. that without helps. going over. That helps a lot. Oh, okay. David looks stumped. <laughs> David's <laughs> sweating. Blank face. <laughs> Blank face from David. Stone cold. We love it. I have a hint, but I don't know if I'm right. We'll be back. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Support for Waveform comes from Coda. So it can be tough to stay organized when your team is spread across time zones. With Coda, you can help keep your whole team on the same page with an all-in-one collaborative workspace that brings together the best of documents, spreadsheets, and apps into one platform. That means less time ping-ponging between different tabs and tools and more time on your projects. So with Coda's extensive planning capabilities, you can stay aligned when managing planning cycles and while measuring objectives and key results. Plus, you can access hundreds of templates and get inspired by others in Coda's gallery. So over 50,000 teams across the world collaborate with Coda, from the New York Times to Square, uh, from Toast 
to TED and Uber. So if you want a platform that enables and empowers your team to collaborate effectively and focus on shared goals, you can get started with Coda today for free. You can head over to coda.io slash wave. So that's coda, C-O-D-A dot I-O slash wave to get started for free. Coda.io forward slash wave. All right, welcome back. Um, I came up with the idea of putting all these different tech headlines into the hat to pick out. And then just like Marquez always does, one-upped me in the break and called it Headline in a Hat. I just named it. It's fantastic. This will be a permanent segment on the Waveform podcast from now on. Do you want me to pick it out, the hat? Yeah, let me give it a nice shake, a little ASMR shake here. Headline roulette. First one. Headline reads... Spotify redesign. Yes. Okay. Oh boy. This is my rant, actually. So you showed Maybe. me Spotify on your phone. It looks way different from my. I phone. do want to ask you all. Yours does not show. Have any of you guys gotten the Spotify redesign yet? When you say Spotify redesign, what are you talking about? The entire front. The home page. Almost the entire front page is is totally that's, different. That's the way it should look. The way yours looks. Okay. Looks. So, if everyone is on Spotify right now or uses Spotify, we're all used to. I think everyone right now shows. It says like good morning has six of like your latest artists or songs that you've listened to, right? Yep. Mine still has that. Playlists. When you scroll down, what do you see? Like a side scrolling curated playlist, maybe artists you used to listen to, maybe yeah. some podcasts that are new. Mine, when I scroll down, I have one giant picture Jesus Christ. of one artist. And then I scroll down. Another singular picture of Why an album. Is everything TikTok. Now. Is this the and uh, they're all videos. Wait, have you? Do you? Did you click the music tab on the top? No. Because when I click nope. music, it turns into that. Nope. This is just my homepage. I still have music, podcast, audiobooks on. Interesting. Top. So now, as I scroll down, an entire page is one suggestion. That's way too much space. You can even scroll sideways. It does look like it's a little like a like ticker like a. Like a time different line? stories almost, oh, but I God. oh I can. Cl- I don't even know what this is doing. So if you tap on like the right side of the image, it'll skip to like a different part of the song, basically, or to the next. No, I think a different song. But when I do it, it just kind of goes to the next one, then doesn't go anywhere, and then goes back. Do you see this messing yeah, up yeah, right it now? It doesn't look like it's working. <laughs> it's just Miley Cyrus. Just it's like a normal vertical feed is sort of like one of those conveyor belt sushi restaurants. It works really well because the food's coming at you at a high flow rate, but they're small pieces, so you get to you know pick one up and eat yeah. it. You know, this is like conveyor belt roast beef just you know I mean? pieces. it's just like one because a song can be like four minutes long yeah so it doesn't make sense to have it streaming at you in this like endless flick space i would assume that if this i started is... playing a song there it would do its normal spotify like i'll continue playing similar artists to this but like i'm one of those people who listens to music like a high schooler who i find three bands i'm in love with and i only listen to those three bands for like two months so by the time i need to get those Bands out of my head. I need some suggestions, and I cannot scroll down to one song suggestion to get me out of this funk that I'm in. I love to. I love Spotify curated playlists are incredible. I love them so much. I think they're fantastic. I don't have those anymore. I don't, or they're somewhere that I can't find. And I think this is the worst redesign. You know what this is? This is the TikTokification of Spotify. I was gonna say like Instagram. It feels like like scrolling Instagram feed, just one picture. So with- the reason the reason I say TikTok is because not only is it like trying to give you like one piece at a time, but also now like TikTok has so much of an influence over like what blows up in music 
and yeah. what is actually like trending and hits billboard and like is useful in music that like people design their songs to have hooks and parts of their song that will be used on TikTok. And I feel like what they're doing is like surfacing just that part of the song. Like yeah. that's, that's, I'm almost the, wondering, I didn't have my volume on, would it start playing? Potentially volume? it's going to fast forward you to just the hook or the chorus. And or it's just like your attention change. span is so short. I just want to fast forward you to the TikTok part of the song. That's yeah. that's why I say TikTok. It's funny because now this first one is even a podcast because I other people who listen to this podcast, which yeah. I don't think Spotify used to really do. I or, was going to say they used to, they rolled this out like maybe a month ago for podcasts. And I found it really helpful, actually. I really liked it because you would scroll vertically through podcasts and it'll give you like 10 second segments of the conversation so you can like just get a feel middle? for it. Um I don't think so. I think it was like random parts or maybe like most. They should make a discovery like page. That. Make a discovery page. Don't make it my homepage. Like my homepage is I'm in oh, the car. Is... I turned my, oh, this is going to go on a very small little other rant, but also <laughs> Waze on Android Auto changed their design a little bit to now where all the boxes are black. It almost looks like a Google Maps design, but still has the cartoony background. And it immediately pulls up recent searches, not my favorites. So when I plug in Waze, it's not homework. It's it was literally like a ski resort in Vermont, a climbing gym in South Jersey, and I'm like, I just want to go to work, like yeah. I do every single day. Ways, um, but anyways, back to Spotify. It's just like I want to get in my car. I want to be like, oh, these songs I've listened to a thousand times. I don't want to listen to those. Give me some other genres and curated playlists. I want to go to those and it's, revamp my week. Yeah, it's Spotify turning turning into it's them addressing the same problem every social network has, which is. I signed up to follow people and see what they post, not see other random stuff I don't care yeah. about. That's Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> and all of them are like, but explore other stuff, please. And they're trying to find ways to get people to do that. It's funny because I would almost argue Spotify does that the best out of some of them in the sense of when you finish listening to a playlist you have or an album you're listening to or even just a song, it automatically starts playing some. I've discovered more music through Spotify than I have ever on the radio, ever on YouTube, Same. ever from friends. They did it great. This just feels yeah, terrible. It's a little forced. I hate it. I'm so, Spotify. I hate this a lot. I love it for podcasts. For podcasts, for cool. If you if it was a podcast tab yeah. and I wanted to like a dis podcast discovery page, cool. Part of me, my tinfoil hat thing is it's like, do you know what's better than this? AI Spotify DJ. Then you don't have to look at any of this. Yes. Chat GPT is all right at making playlists. Really? Oh, I've yeah. never tried that. It's you have to um huh. it, you know, it, you have Wait. to battle it a little bit. But you can ask it really cool things like uh can you find me like hip hop tracks that also have the clarinet in them? You know, and it'd be like, totally. That's pretty cool. Whoa. There's no like third party feature to be like, okay, now make this a Spotify playlist. That's and then just press one button. There, there That's is. Spotify. That will be productized. Well, no, it's, it, yeah. I mean, you could do it with the right prompt. And um, I think it's called auto GPT is like okay. a, a rapper that gives it uh, web access. Yeah. Okay. If you huh. want to unleash something terrifying in the world. <laughs> I say do it. <laughs> I have a bad feeling that's the next three years of our life. So, uh, cool. All I right. think that's you enough of pick, my Spotify rant. You want to pick Sorry. the next headline? Sure, let's go. Wait. Headline hat. I feel like we need like a chant. Headline hat. Headline hat. That was Your mic does it way better. You got to go right on top of the headline. Apple folder wallet. 
Ah, well, this isn't a headline as much as no. uh, a random thing we'd recently discovered. It's an Apple product, so of course there are fifty headlines of it. So wait, is it? A, it's an official Apple product. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. But it looks like one, though. Yeah, that is so cute. Have you guys? Have, did you guys look at this yet? No. Or have you, did you see it online? I saw in the notes Apple folder wallet, and I was like, <laughs> I knew exactly. Okay, so I saw Brandon's video on it. For audio listeners and people who haven't seen this yet, someone I believe his name's I have his name here. Hold on. Um, Nick Bentel created a wallet that looks exactly like an untitled folder or any folder, I guess, on Mac OS. Pretty and it's really good. It is like spot on. It can hold four to eight cards or something, three to six cards. I don't know how many. It's nice, soft. It's great leather. leather it's hand stitched. Um, it's one of those things where you're like, how did nobody think of this before? Yeah. Are you guys looking at Brandon's ID? All right. So second trivia question. What are all 12 digits of Brandon's <laughs> driver's license number? I was going to say credit cards, but I will also accept driver's license or social security. Uh, I was actually going to say this is a pretty cool indicator of how off, how long it's been since Apple's... Well, they've never changed the color of the folder in macOS. No. So it's been an iconic no. light blue color since the beginning, and they haven't changed it. And that allows this physical product to be just as iconic as yeah. that color. They, and, they changed the pitch translation over time. It used to be like slightly leaning forward. Oh, yeah. Like, like open a little oh, more. To like more skeuomorphic stuff. And now it's like flat. Now it's like, yeah, totally flat. But like the wallet itself is two different shades of blue because the front of it is like highlighted and there's supposed to be a shadow in the background. Like this is a really cool wallet. It's just a little bigger. I mean, t for anyone out, I have no idea who this Nick guy is. Brandon ordered it because he saw it and it was cool and he made a video if you want to go look at Brandon's video. But like, yeah, should make a studio video about this it. This is one of those things for 50 bucks. This is like, uh, this is such a good gift for your Apple nerd. Friends. I don't know how it's going to age. That's my only concern is it's so soft. Bro, your Mac OS folders don't have patina on them? I'm just shilling for the Trove wallet right now because I've had oh, okay. my... Well, we have to show the Trove wallet because <laughs> you have had... to pay for that okay. Okay. iPhone. So I've had I've had the Trove wallet for uh, literally like four years and it's it looks fantastic. Yes. And I obviously leather is great and people love leather wallets and they patina over time, but this is vegan leather, right? So it's, I it's think not so, necessarily yeah. going to wear the same way. So that's my only concern, but it is really soft. And if you only have like four to six cards, like that's, that's great. It, it's like a really fun gift. Oh, I actually would find more people probably buying this to like put on their desk somewhere. I don't, I don't or have on a that shelf. many cards, but I have other stuff that I end up Dude, having to put in my wallet. You are igniting like a months old uh, argument yeah. between Adam and I. Adam went through and actually bought me a wallet because he hated seeing my fat full of oh, old I gift don't like cards that. wallet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have, I only have two credit cards, my personal card and the business card. My, but then I also have to have my ID slash driver's license. I have the door key at the studio, which is a card, and yeah. the card key for the Tesla, which is a backup in case my phone key doesn't work. When, which means I should also have the Rivian one in case <laughs> that doesn't work too, because sometimes it just doesn't work. And I also realize I have my insurance, my health insurance card. And so I only have two. Credit you're missing cards. the most important card. What is the most? Oh my! I don't carry Costco my Costco card. card you always have to have your Costco card on. You never know when a <sighs> Costco fair. trip could be. What? That's fair, bro. You're driving down the road and you're just like, I could go for chicken bacon. So you know what I have? I <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> glizzy for the food. For the food, really. Dollar fifty glizzy. Yeah. I have my. Uh, I have what I have is I I put a Tesla. Uh, third-party drawer accessory. <laughs> okay. And I took one of those out and I have it on my kitchen counter and it's got 
my like pocket knife, <laughs> oh, oh. my keys, a pen, a SIM card ejector, paperclip, just like a bunch of basic stuff. And it has my Costco card and things that I use sometimes. I feel like the Costco card should default in your Rivian because you need that room for those that the toilet Tesla paper. Has more, uh, just as much. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. It's not a Costco trip unless you're the trunk of your truck is overflowing. Completely with, full. Fun size bags of Doritos. Damn, they sell a fifty gallon drum of Dawn dish soap. <laughs> Nothing less. Need that. Nothing less. <laughs> but yeah, Apple Wallet, great yeah. gift. It's pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. It? Five fifty bucks, but it has a five week wait time, so that's a little tough. But I that's think fifty fair. bucks for a vegan leather wallet that's like hand stitched. Order a couple now solid. and maybe give them out for the holidays. Solid choice. Or just just get one of the Trove wallets like now. Yeah, you can get a Trove wallet way faster. Yeah. Just saying. I definitely didn't put this headline in so we could shill our own product. I, I managed to shoehorn that one Good in there. Good job. Yeah. I'm a born seller, I guess. All right. I want to see how many headlines we have. I think we could do one. One or two more. I think we could break. do one more and then break. Okay. Do I'll, you want to pick? I'll pick it, yeah. Or. And then I'll pick it. Gets less and less ASMR. Yeah. Less that's and that's less what paper. the hat sounds like. That is not an effect. I don't know why I'm looking away. Okay. This one's called <laughs> Marquez Blinds. And it's really because I only <laughs> I only wanted to say one thing about blinds, uh, which is that I think I finally realized one other category of tech product that is just as unreliable as printers, and that is motorized blinds. I didn't I didn't realize it <laughs> it's until the most recently. Niche hot take I think it's that not ever even that existed. I have a hotter take for later. We'll get oh, to it. Oh, okay. You'll see it's in it's in there. We'll we'll get to Is that it? later. Oh yeah, yeah. But um yeah, I don't know. Printers have sucked forever and I recently had to get um one of the motorized shades at home repaired today and the guy like brought in he had the new shades. He like unscrewed the old one, put the new one in. And I was like, yeah, so this old one it never charged. Do you like know what went wrong with it? And he looked me dead in the eyes and he said Sometimes these things just stop working, and he just left. <laughs> he just walked right out the door, and I was like, "Okay, great." I'm just imagining like a mechanic like going up. It's like, like eh, what are you gonna oh, do? My car's making this weird noise. He's like, eh. sometimes they just don't work. That's the way it <laughs> Peace, is, man. Yeah, yeah so get it off my lot. I I had it on Google. I had it on my Google Home for a while, and then that stopped working for no reason. I had a a routine where in the morning I'd say, "Hey, assistant or whatever your name is, Google." Um, hey. Yeah, I would say that and I'd say good morning and then it would open the shades so that the light comes in it would start playing the news or whatever and one by one it would start opening less and less shades. <laughs> so at the beginning it would open the bedroom shades and the downstairs shades and then I'd go downstairs and two of the shades downstairs are open and then a few weeks later only one of the downstairs shades are open and suddenly the bedroom ones stopped opening and I'm like this is just slowly breaking down just living in perpetual <laughs> darkness yeah just like the printers man they just they just get jammed up we have motorized shades here at the studio no less than 35% of them are completely broken some are potentially partial Impaled by your own sword, Andrew. Oh, man. <laughs> Karma, baby. Yeah, that's what you get for saying it. Um, yeah, the, the shades here, some of them are a little user error. I think once in a while we'll actually like put something on the use, on the, uh, sh the windowsill and it'll hit it. But fair. now there are plenty that have broken just by themselves. Just and, uh, by existing. Like yeah. a printer. Like a printer. Like, you, Wait, like I, paper jams. I have two things about this that are both from a bit back, so I probably shouldn't even say them. But whoever. One, I want to make a shirt that says printers suck. Because I would wear that every day. Universally true. Univ I think we could sell, sell that on the shop. Two, you mentioned when you, uh, this just caught me, 
when you you say hey g word good morning mm-hmm. i don't when you say that once does it stop asking you to say it because every morning i say what's the weather and it goes if you'd like to know what your whole morning routine is say good morning and i just constantly yell at it to shut up if i tell if i give in one time will it never ask me to say good morning again because that's all um, I want. maybe i mean also if you open the home app on your phone it's constantly giving you little cards and suggestions of things and maybe if you just like dismiss all of those can i just stop. Uh, can i just block every single one of them for the rest of eternity i don't care just tell me the weather so in the morning it has uh it has your routines and if you go in you can adjust what phrase it it looks for, for to start the routine so i can say hey g how's my day or hey g good morning and both of those start the same routine. Okay. Um, I guess if you just ask for something that's part of a routine, it just wants you to go, hey, you know. It really it, wants you it to. Can, you can do a whole routine with this. And, and that I even understand. The other one I wanted to stop ever doing is like, how many cups are in a liter? And it's saying like, if, you, if you'd like to convert it, you take this plus this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just like, but that's what you're for. Just tell me the Just answer. tell me. Yeah. Shut up. That is but, fair. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, blinds suck. Blinds Blinds suck, printers suck, and key cards, they're up there. They're not quite on the level, but they're pretty I, close. I'll agree with that. I yeah. don't like key cards. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good place to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll rant about these things. Uh, before we get too into the weeds, let's do trivia. Ba, 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 ba. Okay, trivia question number two. Back to the iPhone. Nice. So Marquez, you mm-hmm. bought an original sealed 2007 first-gen iPhone. For thirty-two thousand, you said. Don't let me forget. Well, Insane, not forgetting. It costs forty thousand with fees and shipping and everything. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> the headlines all say the headlines all say forty thousand. Okay, so. my starting bid was thirty-two thousand, but I got fleeced. <laughs> you thought Ticketmaster fees were bad? Yeah, <laughs> So forty thousand. All right. What they are. is the model number of that iPhone? Oh wow! <laughs> wait, wait, can this wait. be multiple choice? I'll get it if it's wait, multiple choice. Hold on, uh, or I have to confer. Can with Can there be during the break? How many? How many digits are there? Uh, characters okay, so it's, are there? It's a le- it's alphanumeric. That's what I'm trying to say. Like characters, because there's letters and numbers. I can't tell you how, how many. many are there. Can we do a how many you get right in the uh, correct order? Okay, you want to do one point per per correct alphanumeric digit? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. One one point per correct digit. Right. I feel like Marquez and I have both looked at this number within the last twenty four hours. For sure. I, you have to have. That's For why sure. I put it there because your your brain probably glossed over it. I'm hoping <laughs> that I get that one right. I probably won't, but I'm hoping I do. Andrew's already writing. Just jotting it down in case you forget. Yes. Okay. Well, even though uh, it's the second question, we'll but... try to remember. <laughs> okay. We'll be right back. Support for this episode of Waveform comes from Gigabyte. There's a lot of talk out there about how AI is revolutionizing our world. Computers are writing newsletters, robotic bees are pollinating flowers, and a whole new wave of driverless taxis are popping up in cities all over the world. But how can AI power our passions and what we do for fun? That's where Gigabyte's AI gaming laptops come in. So their range of powerful and portable new laptops deliver cutting edge performance for anyone looking to explore the brave new world of AI powered gaming. 
So every 2024 Aorus machine comes equipped with the Gigabyte AI Nexus, which is like a central hub located with all the AI powered features you could hope for. So that includes super useful tools like AI power gear, which automatically throttles and extends your computer's battery life depending on your power source and usage. You'll also get access to AI Boost, which optimizes performance based on what you're doing in that moment, whether you're ripping through an FPS or running your own large language model. AI Boost automatically adjusts the GPU and processors to maximize responsiveness and deliver unparalleled efficiency. Lastly, AI Generator includes various generative AI apps for quick startup, and all 2024 Gigabyte models seamlessly integrate with tools like OpenAI and Microsoft's Copilot AI chatbot. But the Aorus 16X and the Gigabyte G6X take it to the next level with a dedicated Copilot key, allowing users to swiftly tap into productivity and generative AI capabilities. I also keep hearing AI is going to change a lot in the gaming world. Andrew, can you think of anything about that? Not just optimization, like you said, but like more personal optimization I could see happening where like maybe you're playing a competitive game like Valorant and you want higher FPS and lower resolution. Like you, you're okay versus like The Witcher where you might want 4K crispy resolution and like a lower frame rate. I think finding that between your computer specs and what you want might help out a lot. Nice. So all of the models that I've been talking about are available right now at oris.com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. So that's A-O-R-U-S dot com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. Gigabyte. Team up. Fight on. All right. Welcome back to Headlines in a Hat. I've got a hat. It's got headlines in it. Andrew, close your eyes I don't and pick know why one. No, you can't look. You got to pick one at random. I don't want you to be biased and... You know, select. I wrote all of that doesn't deserve to be picked right now. Got to be fully unbiased. Okay, this is my favorite one out of all. What does it say? Apple selling ten-year-old computer for five thousand one hundred and forty-nine pounds. (laughs) Yeah, did you see that that the other day? This was like a. Immediately, I was like, if I bought that and turned around and tried to trade it in, they'd give me five dollars. Okay, before we get to there, (laughs) I have I have done more research on that part, but let's just uh, go over this. So. It's Apple UK store or apple.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a 2013 Mac Pro, the the good old trash can, everybody's favorite. Don't know why it's still listed. <laughs> Don't know. 2.7 gigahertz uh, CPU, 64 gigabytes of RAM, one terabyte storage, dual AMD GPUs. Um, it's listed at 5,149 pounds, which is approximately $6,400 USD. Fun fact, this computer can't even run the latest version of Mac OS. Jesus. Why are you selling this, Apple? <laughs> Do, wh- why? Do you want to? The only thing I can find people on Reddit is like potentially there's, they're hoping there's some businesses out there that still run on these computers because businesses hate to upgrade. Don't. And that maybe they need to replace something that fits the same. Oh my God. But that's, that is like a I, stretch. It's my least favorite thing when businesses are like, oh, well, all of our infrastructure <laughs> runs on this and we don't want to change it. So we need more of the old thing. In 2015, I worked for an IT company, and in our office, half of the computers were running Windows XP. Yeah, that's so, just the yeah. way it is. It's just it's the way wild. It, is. it cost well, in 2015. Them... It was still supported. It was still supported technically, but it was <laughs> not the latest. Yeah, in we the... were also on seven, and ten was out. But yeah, yeah. In the off chance that there is an individual human looking at this listing, like that seems like a lot of computer for six thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, bro, do not buy this computer. Do not buy this computer. And even more interesting is they pro- this is refurbished. Which means, it's also refurbished. Which means yeah. they got it back from someone and probably paid that person like a hundred bucks. And I'm not exaggerating, like a hundred bucks. Okay, so 
in terms of the trade in value of this, have any of you looked at the the link that I posted? Mm-mm. Okay. Can you all make sure. a guess? I want you all to guess how much, if you were to return this. So you have to enter in a serial number. I entered in a serial number of one we have. Uh-huh. We still have the case of it. Yeah. And then put in all the exact specs that this says. Yeah. So 2.7 gigahertz. That's like a eight core, 16 core, 12 know. core. It was, I don't know. Some, I don't some, know much about these. these some Intel multi-core time. Xeon processor, 64 gigs of workstation RAM, one terabyte SSD, and dual AMD GPUs, I assume maybe the high-end ones, they're selling it now refurbished 10 years later for $6,400. So we're, we're picking in US dollars here? You're picking if you took this thing, yeah, US dollars, if you traded in this thing that you just spent 6400 US on. Right now, in perfect condition, they'd give me $600. Okay. My answer is they will offer to recycle it for me. <laughs> I Ellis. think it'd be less. Let me. I'm adjusting my guess. Actually, four hundred dollars. Four hundred, Ellis. I think Apple would um, spit on you and <laughs> offer to do it in your mouth. To be kind. <laughs> when I traded in the Intel Mac Pro that we got more recently, far more for recently. more money, it gave me seven hundred dollars. Right, less than the value of a new iPhone. I tweeted it. <laughs> I forgot about it. It was like un- well yeah, under the value yeah, of the yeah, yeah. $900 iPhone. <laughs> right. So I can't imagine they gave this person anywhere near Before that. you click on the link, when I click the trade-in program, it says what kind of, uh, is it an Apple device or other? You click Apple. It says, is it a like iPhone, laptop, desktop, and something else? And all of those have the, it's like up two prices next to them. The desktop computer one was up to twelve forty nine, I think. What? So that's the maximum they won't give we're you potentially more than getting. Twelve forty nine for any desktop Mac. That's what it said there. I so didn't try I, it with anything if else. If I had like a, fi- I can, a forty, Jesus, yeah, that's rough. Like if you want to look at how much it actually traded in for, I put I put a link in the uh, so you can it. without spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. <laughs> Based on what you've told us, your Mac is. Ready to recycle. <laughs> While it doesn't qualify for a gift card, just send it to us and we'll recycle it for free. <laughs> just send it to us and we'll sell it online for well, 5,100 pounds. We'll <laughs> recycle it to the next guy for $5,000 for free. Okay, I, I just want to make sure I have this right. So this is a Mac Pro trash can yeah. with a 2.7 gigahertz 12-core processor. Okay, yeah. Uh, it has one terabyte SSD. Mm-hmm. It has 64 gigabytes of RAM. Yep. Does this one have the dual six gigabyte graphics cards? Okay. How much do you think refurbished with a year warranty it goes for on eBay? On eBay? $1,200. Okay. $800. On eBay right now, buy it now. This is not an auction. It's going for $710.10. I was close. Not by prices, right? Rules, but I was close. The depreciation goes so hard on that. That's rough. Wow. With free shipping. (laughs) (laughs) And it will burn itself to the ground within a year. (laughs) It will fry both of those GPUs. Yeah, those GPUs may or may not be toast already. But yeah, that was too fun not to talk about. Uh, When it's the way it just so nicely is like. Or recycle it free. It's free. free. It's ready to recycle. Let us take it off your hands. It's like (laughs) GameStop where you're like, here's my entire collection. I'm ready to move on from video games. Please change my life. And they're like, best I can do is $22. They like tip the take a penny, leave a penny jar at. You for <laughs> Apple I actually can't. figured out a way to sell a computer for eight thousand dollars, and then ten years later, sell the same computer <laughs> yeah. for six thousand dollars. They can double dip the second round of that computer too because it's refurbished. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. 
Please don't buy oh. that computer. Please, <laughs> please, please no one ever buy that computer. Buy Let's that check computer. back in five years and see if that's still up to on on a listing on Apple. Adding it to UK. the calendar. Adding in five years. All right, back to headline Just hat. Buy six Mac Minis instead. <laughs> headline hat. There's two left. I know one you are not going to care about at all, so I'm kind of nervous about okay. picking that one. Let's see it. The one I got says Polestar yes. Four. Okay. It says Polestar 4, and this is the one I do have thoughts on. Yes. Maybe a potentially hot take. So there was an article recently. We just got to see the Polestar 4's like final design and specs. Uh, it's not going on sale until 2024. At least that's when it's planned to be on sale, the yeah, end of 2024. It's considered the 2025 Polestar, but it says it should be releasing late 2024. We'll see about that. But yeah, the idea exactly. is it's a crossover SUV, so it's, it's bigger than a Polestar 2. They will have rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive options, and they're targeting over 300 miles of range. Expected baseline price is around $60,000, and it looks fire. I've been a fan oh of the God. way Polestars look uh, for a while. I kind yeah. of had this like semi-warm take on Waveform a few weeks ago, which is like top four EVs I would buy today. Uh, after Tesla, it's Taycan, e-tron, Polestar. Rivian, oh. Rivian and Etron are interchangeable, but I really like the Polestar, like nice. over pretty much everything else. I, I, I agree. My only issue with the Polestar 3, 2, the numbers are kind of confusing me sometimes. The Polestar 2 is the one that we oh. tested out, right? Yeah. So Polestar 2 is it's the like kind sedan, of a sedan hatchback small yeah. crossover thing. It's like <laughs> it's like the crossover <laughs> of a sedan and a crossover. Right. I don't know. I think the sh the shape I I do like how it looks from the side it it's a little too big for a sedan and a little too small for a crossover where this is a crossover. This looks so good. Right. I am in love with how this looks. It's sharp, it's angular. The headlights on the front are almost like a split in half sideways bars. T on both sides Absolute and just look bars. look like lights on oh, Every angle of this looks fantastic. It's got Urus vibes the more I look at the headlights. Yeah, it's way more uh, like the front of it is way more aggressive and, and diagonally like at the front. I'm not explaining very well, but it's, it, looks it, it is a banger car. It is a banger. I love this design. I also like the, the back and I've liked this about Polestars for a while. They've got this bar taillight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got nice big Interior yellow looks brakes. Great. Interior looks nice. It's got yellow seatbelts, which are polarizing, but I love it. It's got a center console that's like not too crazy. I want to actually get to drive it because I want to see how much of this is all on-screen controls with Android yes. Automotive versus maybe a few switches. We'll see. Um, but maybe the weirdest thing about it, I mean, it's got nice specs. Like we said, 300 miles of range, 200 kilowatt charging, 100 kilowatt hour battery. The weirdest thing about it is that it doesn't have a rear window, mm -hmm. and it's a it's a straight up SUV. Like it's got space. It's there. So it looks like it has a cutout for it. Yeah, but, but it's it blacked just doesn't. Out. Yeah. It's blacked out, and instead it has a camera built in. So there's a camera on the back that points backwards, and mm -hmm. you can view the feed from the camera in the cockpit in the um, rear view mirror. Yeah, and so instead, if you're sitting in the back seat, they kind of have this like solar system type vibe going on, where you're it's not a sunroof or a moonroof. It's just a it's covered. Yeah, the covered. Way, the way they said it is, it gives passengers a new kind of immersive rear occupant experience. What is that? Dark? <laughs> Sounds like a cop out. I don't know what that it's means. A, it's weird. I, I I don't know about this one. I think the, I read What's something What's the unique about... experience? Latency. 
<laughs> Adjustable ambient lighting that adds an extra dimension to the interior inspired by the solar system allows the driver to customize the driving environment. Bro, it's going to glow blue. No one cares. It's going to have it's little lights not, like a Rolls Royce. You something. think it's going to have like the the like stars? But yeah. it's, it's not even above you. It still has a panoramic roof. So that's like it's like still behind your head. Yeah, above and behind you a little bit. And here's the thing. if I guess if you're the passenger, you can like turn around and look at some cool like... Uh, LEDs I've never in sat, the, or fiber optics like in the yeah yeah i've never sat in one of these vehicles with the stars over the head my hot take though is that camera <laughs> mirrors camera mirrors are it are the future let's get yeah. rid of regular mirrors hmm. we don't need okay there is one thing and it's very niche on that i was wondering if you can't do anymore is like there are times when you have a like a child in the backseat, a pet in the backseat, where like you take your rearview mirror and, and like angle it down for a quick second to see like what's going on. Did all my, oh. uh, did my soda spill? Is it like rolling around in the back seats? Like, mm. is my kid kicking the backseat? Like, what's happening? So, like, you can't do that now. Uh, there are tons of them that just have the rearview mirror is just a display yep. and it's showing out of a camera. Mm-hmm. Else, did there is latency. I'm assuming we're probably close enough to where it's not that big of a deal. Minimal latency. I mean, yeah. I've driven a few of these GM vehicles that have like the, the switchable one now. So like if you yeah. drive the Lyric or the Hummer or something from GM, it's got a rear view mirror that you can turn on to be a display. Yeah. And you can actually change the direction it points, how wide or narrow the angle mm. is. Like it's much more customizable than you'd expect. And so I find that I don't need the regular mirror anymore. Yeah, I... I there are a lot of also where like the rear view camera is in the, like when you're backing up only then it goes to display and then it goes to a regular mirror. Yeah. The only like frayed wire. Now you have no rear view mirror. Um, well, this will always be true about any electronic solution to a physical exactly, problem. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, snow, you know, maybe blocks the camera. There's always going to be little things true. that may be annoying. It about is much easier to clear snow off a camera than an entire back an window. An entire back window. True. What yeah. if you got about a bunch of boxes in the trunk? then you got to have some way to see through. Yes. Like the camera's going to be better. Fair. So, I've definitely packed way too much in the trunk before. It just feels like if a car is a computer on wheels, it. when I zoom out enough, it just feels like old school to be like, yeah, I'm driving a computer on wheels, but also like I need like these reflections and and mirrors to be a certain way so I can see around me. It's like, well, I, I can just have the car tell me what's around Do you think me. the side view mirror should be... That's a tougher one. I do think. Well, that, I mean, we're driving a computer on the road. Why so, do we need these old so school? My by that logic, yes. <laughs> okay. I think I am more trained to look in a different place, though, because those are mirrors outside the car, and my my brain is trained to check that spot. There also runs the opportunity of it's way more common that those would get messed up because they're outside the car versus inside the car, and that's way more expensive to well, replace a screen versus. You got to move that inside the car. So I think I've seen oh. a couple a couple concept cars. I don't think this is, this is shipped in the U.S. or anywhere near us yet. But where instead of being outside the car, there's a camera there, and then mm-hmm. the screen is like in the door. Yeah. So you do have to train your mind to check a different spot. Where the rear view mirror is in the same spot as it always is, and you don't have to train your mind to check a different spot, but it's just a camera feed now. Yeah. This is a little extra work to train yourself to check a different spot, does, but it's better. Does the Ionic not have both? Where it's a mirror, but also has the camera under the mirror for parking sensors. But yeah, when do. you uh when you turn your left blinker on on the screen in front of you, there's a little video box to check your blind spot. A lot of cars do that. Yeah. That's really cool. I like yep. that. Yeah, this, I feel like spot. this car needs that because the blind spots you're going to have in a no rear view mirror, big pillar oh, yeah. crossover, crossover visibility with a slanted back like that is think, already tough. 
I think it's got cameras in all the places okay. to cover you fully. So one on the mirror, one on the front, uh, right above like the wheel arch pointing backwards into your blind spot. Like it should have you totally covered and it should be able to show you things on the screen. But that's the thing is like, I don't think we need mirrors anymore. Okay. No more mirrors. <laughs> it's going to require some brain training. But. I love how much this car looks. The front end of this car might be one of the nicest looking EVs. Do you say Urus or Urus? I say like a. Like I a say whatever one. won't rip me apart in the comments. That's that's a cop out. It is. You got to pick one. I need this one. How do you say? <laughs> how do you say Porsche's EV name? Oh. Mm. <laughs> I just submit myself Taycan. to saying I just say Taycan and Taycan. whatever happens Taycan. to me happens to me. But Polestar we'll go, we'll Four, go down together, yeah. Good name. I want to. I want to check it out because this might be my second favorite EV behind the R1s when it comes out. Oh, I'm thinking it might be that good. We'll see. I like it. We'll see. I think that 300 miles of range will be pretty will be important. Big. Yeah, they've mm -hmm. got to hit that target, and it's going to be two years later. So the Rivian, you know, who knows what's going to be out by then? But I also wonder if the 300 miles is on the all-wheel drive or only the rear wheel. The way they phrase it really Makes sets me. them up to be we're going to have a rear wheel drive 300 mile yep. version and we're going to have an all wheel drive faster performance 270 something yep. mile version i agree 100 percent. yeah okay uh one, one there's last. one more left this is sorry sorry it's head i wonder what i could pick i wrote all of these it's, and there's only one left and it's the one i'm the most embarrassed to talk about so headline in a hat now it's out the hat whoa Oh my god, Netflix streaming atrocity is what I put down. Please explain. Have any of you, did any of you guys see this this weekend? Okay. Oh, I saw this on Twitter. Yeah, okay. Tried to yeah, yeah, I saw it, it on Twitter, Twitter, but okay. I didn't watch it live. So, embarrassingly enough. Well, no one did, but. I watched Love is Blind. If none of you guys know about that show, very popular show. One of Netflix's biggest reality shows. Give me the three-sentence <laughs> elevator god. pitch for what that is. A, a group of men and a group of women get in these pods where they can't see each other and they go on a bunch of dates and by the end of the like 10 days they have to propose and then they all they live together if they propose and accept it and then they get married at the end of it all in you like a very short amount of time 10 days and then propose to someone you've never seen that's yes. the, how do you, you is love blind do you win oh i get it you win by getting a free wedding i guess wow um, Okay. Yeah, and a bunch of airtime where millions of people around the world judge you relentlessly for, sure. for you being for sure. trapped in a pod and probably wasted. Okay. But yeah, um, so it's a very, very popular show. This is their fourth season. And Netflix, a streaming website, but not live streaming. They just stream. Mm -hmm. They've tried this once before, I think, with a Chris Rock special. But for the second time, th at the end of all of these, they do a reunion where the two hosts get all of the cast members and by the time it takes to release, it's been probably a year since they've like, had their weddings. Going? Exactly. How's everything going? Are you still together? Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm Hunger embarrassed to say that I like how I much I enjoy it, this show. It's like you can't. It's like a train wreck. You yeah. gotta. You just gotta watch. Oh, it. pretty much. I get it. I so get it. Sunday, 8 p.m. is when the live reunion is supposed to happen mm -hmm. on Netflix. 7:55. I get on. I click the thing, and there's this weird loading screen, and it's not going. I'm like, I'll just wait till eight. Eight o'clock hits, loading, loading, won't get past like 90% loading. So I go on Twitter, search Love is Blind latest, and hundreds of comments. Where is it? What's happening? Is it not working for anyone else? And like five minutes of scrolling. I've never seen uh, the latest search in Twitter just refresh so much. It's like you swipe down to refresh, and do you know how it like shows where on the side your yeah. like sliders it's like three quarters down the page there's like 400 comments every minute i'm refreshing trying to figure this out 
And then eventually Netflix comes out with like a statement on Twitter, like we're going to be 15 minutes late. Like love is blind and love is also late. We're going to be 15 minutes late. Ha, look how smart we are. Like, don't worry. We've got this figured out. If you had to guess how long it took for this show to start, what would you guys get? Netflix, biggest streaming site in the world. Darling of Silicon Valley. Darling of Silicon Valley. Netflix. Was it an hour late? More. Oh. Not much more. Was it 24 hours late? No, no it was It was like an hour, 20 hour and a half late. Dang. I mean, that's not that's a disaster. Te- that's did it at terrible. least work when it did start? On a Sunday night, too. Okay, funny you ask that. Yes, but pretty poorly. Ellis, I want you to listen. I want you to watch it because the microphones in this were the it was some of the worst audio I've ever heard. It was just constant, like, on every single person's microphone, like, all these glitchy noises that clearly weren't working. There was one point where the host had to stop everyone talking because one of the producers was live in their headset, I guess. And they were like, who's that talking? What was that? Wait, so we have to pause for a second. I think we can hear all them, you guys. Should we do? You mean like <laughs> pretty much that, like that, and the host had to stop doing. And like, uh, you it. also just take a bunch of. I mean, this isn't a production issue or Netflix, but like, it's, why would you go live with a bunch of people who are on a weird reality show for like two weeks and have no PR training or like know how to do any of this live? It, it was just would have been super awkward. Based on what I've heard about the show call. and how popular it is, this would have been a pretty banger YouTube live stream, but it's a Netflix property, so they're never going to do it. Funny that. enough, they had to go live on Instagram to like calm everyone down for oh, a while because it was taking God. so long to go live on Netflix. That's um, hilarious. It was, it was really bad. It just like... I can't believe they did such a poor job at it. I, I, I get why they want to do it live because they want to try and be like, this is the reunion. We're not cutting any of the drama out. Like you're going to get all the live, the yeah. live takes and the, the people who are mad and broke up and stuff the like moment, that. The cultural moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was not. The cultural moment was Netflix has no idea what they're doing when it comes That's to actually live funny, streaming. Yeah. Yeah. The cultural moment now is, oh, Netflix sucks at live things. Got it. Yes. Got don't it. ever do this again. Noted. I, I want to throw out there. I'm going to watch this so I know exactly what happened. But um, every single like grumpy 50-year-old man who works in sports broadcasting is laughing so <laughs> really? hard. I'm sure. Dude, because that stuff is so complicated. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like it, those are such complicated productions. And I feel like we don't appreciate it until someone goes for it and it's like oh those yeah those people are still sleeping off that night right now it's <laughs> wednesday and they're still stressed out about what happened they probably just left the office no it one was, is immune to the stress of live production it, it really is true i just thought netflix would be able to do a little better with that much money and I'm resources and everything like they don't do live stuff very often at all it was like, a rude awakening i would be surprised if a site that does live, like if twitch or youtube had that much of an issue i'd be more surprised yeah but uh, I, mean, I think this was such a huge new thing for Netflix to do a big popular live stream that they weren't ready for it. Yeah, they just they just kept saying, we killed the internet or stuff like that. It's like, no, mm-hmm. you guys just royally messed. You nah, clearly have the bandwidth for it. You just messed this up real bad. I mean, I get it's not like Apple or Google or, or Amazon or SpaceX or like any of these other huge tech companies do live streams ever. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, so like, come on. Yeah. That's like Apple actually does an incredible job of live streams, like a really good job. Yeah, they do. Also, the most viewed concurrent YouTube live stream I've ever seen was a SpaceX launch. Had two million concurrent viewers on a rocket. I wonder if I could quickly find out. I wonder how many people were trying to watch uh, this show at once. 
or maybe I would give them a break if these numbers like dwarf anything Twitch has ever seen. It says six point five million ultimately watched the Love Is Blind reunion, but that doesn't necessarily ultimately or live. It says ultimately watch the Love Is because Blind because if it was available for VOD, after, it's VOD after for sure. Then I think you could easily total six million after. Exactly, and I yeah. think a lot of people probably watched it the next day because like. This is Sunday night at eight o'clock. It didn't start till nine thirty. It didn't end till like eleven thirty. Like I'm fairly sure the sucks. first hour of a Mr. Beast video, six people, six million people are all watching it at the same time. For sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you tried Netflix. You try. You live. You learn. You'll figure it out for the next. You'll one. get them next time, champ. Maybe ask some <laughs> advice for uh, some other tech companies that do live stuff. Maybe there's a few out there. I don't know. You might be around some. Uh, no, yeah, that's about it. The hat is empty. Where's the hat it? is empty. The hat is empty. Shout out to the publish, the publish press. The Colin hat. and Samir. Colin and Samir hat. Yeah. This is what we use merch for. We got sweet ideas. It has yeah. to be this hat every time now, now that we've named yes. this segment. Uh, but that does it for the lightning rounds. And for this week, I think we have nothing left but to do the trivia answers. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, maybe get David to FaceTime in and answer those himself. All right, so question number one. Let's get into it, boys. Mark has bought an original... Well, that's question number two. Nice one. <laughs> Let's get into it, boys. 32000 is a lot of money to pay for an old iPhone. What was the final price of the most expensive Apple product ever sold at auction? And if you, uh, if you want to try to guess the product, I'll give you a, a bonus point, too. Why not? Okay. Sure. Also, just a reminder, Mark has paid $40,000 for I'm really hoping the answer is someone got fleeced way more than I did. That's my my real hope. Price is right rules totally change how I answer this. That's a fair. I like it. Fair. Yeah. Ready? Flip them around. Interesting. All right. 50,000. I so, feel like both of us are kind of low. I said 150,000. Okay. I said 228,000 for an Apple Lisa. That part is incorrect, but you still get the point. Oh, it was, no, it was an Apple One, obviously. Andrew? I was going to say Apple I didn't write anything down, okay. so I get it wrong. I was going to say Apple One, but I also was way too embarrassed to just totally mess up the product name and get roasted, so <laughs> I wrote it? nothing. What was the uh, what was the actual number the, so that we can know if David beats us? Can around? I tell you what I was going to answer if there was no over? Yes. 1.2? 1. 1. 1.2 dollars? No, million. <laughs> Those we two were dimes, over. bro. Um, that is a real fleece right there. So uh, just for clarity, uh, there are only 200 Apple Ones made. Oh, wow. I think we only know about 80 that are still around. This one was hand-steined by Steve Wozniak, and it's confirmed to have come like from his garage. Um, it sold at auction for 905 thousand dollars i hate that oh, i'm mad you guessed that my thought process was i want to guess 1.2 but i think that's going to be too high and i think marquez is going to guess a million so i want to be under with a, <laughs> i played myself uh, i knew it was the apple one too i just got it yeah, i would have been pretty close Nine hundred thousand. Nine hundred and five thousand. okay and it All was right. in Michigan, so I don't know what that tax looks like, but <laughs> I hope it's an extra 20 grand just for fun. Okay, so second question. 
Marquez, you bought an original 2007 <laughs> first gen iPhone. <laughs> Yeah. For $40,000, which we're going to keep reminding you. What is the model number? Multiple choice. Model A1203, B A0120, C A1012, or D A0322. I hate how confident I am with this. And I'm going to be very sad when I get it wrong. Ooh, the confidence. Oh, I'm so torn. What helped me is I had... I had five digits that I wrote down previously when I didn't know it was multiple choice, and only one of those was missing. Same. And it was in none of the answers. The one that... The extra digit I thought was in none of the answers. So this is the closest to what I had before. All right, flip them and read. A. Yeah, I have A. Okay. Correct. I a. wrote down A1703. I wrote down A113025, I think. I And I had six when I first wrote right. it. So the, the, five five, was the five was extra. Okay. Dang. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad I didn't get that wrong. I was almost going to pick D. I circled D and I was like, I knew the, I knew A0 was wrong. I knew it was A. The minute you said A1, I was like, that's definitely right. Um, That's why I tried to put two. Yeah. All right. Now, in the magic of editing, we're going to magically have David here, hopefully, to answer. Where are you? How, what is your approximate elevation right now? Uh, zero. No way. I think. Yeah. Zero. It looks like you're in the clouds. I was I'm wrong. very surprised at the, how well the service is doing right now. We were very worried about that. Well, we also thought you were going to be driving. I have maxed out 4G, baby. Maxed out. This is pretty cool. There's a cell tower somewhere in the in the distance. There, that's pretty cool. All right. Well, we've got we've got trivia uh, questions. Oh, right, trivia. Trivia. David can only David doesn't see any of us. He's looking at just the camera. I can see the little (laughs) thing down there. This has got to be kind of weird. (laughs) We've got trivia for you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Here you can write on it. So Andrew and I have already answered, so we know what the answers are, and we're gonna live react to your answers. You're not allowed to ask that guy behind you. All right, David, question number one, 32,000. Excuse me. Mark has spent $40,000 on an iPhone. What was the final price of the most expensive Apple product ever sold at auction? And it's price is right rules, so closest without going over. Oh. Also, bonus point if you guessed the product. Thank you. $1.6 million. And... Wow. (laughs) How's that feel in Iceland? (laughs) Was that too high? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was uh, $905,000. I guess I should have guessed lower. And what do you think the item was? Um, Steve Jobs sandals. Straight to feet. Uh, Bro, those would have been 1.6 million. If those were sold, those would be 1.6. They were sold. They were sold recently. Wait, what? They were, but they're not an Apple product. Oh, yeah, fair. His yeah. Birkenstocks. Okay, yeah. second question. Oh, it's kind of gross, were... to be honest. Wait, it's pretty wait, gross, wait. to be Just honest. to say, Marquez, your answer was almost exactly right on That's what Steve Jobs Birkenstocks sold for 218000 Wow. Jesus. 
Oh, crazy. Yeah. Wow. This is disgusting. <laughs> Please, right. did, did you guys get it right? Did you guys get it right? So Mark has got the closest. I ended up getting the closest. My answer uh-huh. was an Apple Lisa, which was wrong. It was an Apple One. And the product, uh, and my guess was 280000 which was Price is Right closer than Andrew's 100 I went really low because I wow. was, my guess was $1.2 million, but I didn't want to go over, which I would have. So I guessed really low instead. So I literally could have guessed five hundred thousand and got it right. Yep. Damn. Yep. Yes. Okay. Or four hundred. Well, unfortunately, that's the disadvantage yeah. of being very far away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, second question is multiple choice. So we've been reminding Marquez this whole episode that he bought an iPhone for forty thousand dollars, a two thousand seven first gen iPhone. What is the model number? So is it A model A one two zero three, B a0120 C A1012 or D A0322 B So you think B model A0120? Yeah, wrong. Else is ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. It was, what is it? A1 A1203. I keep nodding like you can see me. But <laughs> I should have known it would be a one because zero would be like alpha, like pre release. Yeah. Well, I'm thanks dumb. for playing all the way in well, Iceland for I didn't, zero I points. I didn't think well enough. You're in the most beautiful place ever, though. Yeah, you win some, lose some, you know? That's true. That's win true. some, win some, That's meaning okay. you get to be in Iceland, lose some, no no points this week. Meaning you're still winning trivia. I, sh- <laughs> I should have thought harder. Well, anyway. thank you, David. You look <laughs> like you're you, doing David. something way more fun than this. We appreciate you. Uh, that's Bye. been it, that's been it for Waveform this week. Uh, thanks for watching. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace. <laughs> oh, wait. We have something to give Andrew that Mariah printed out. So oh. if you guys remember, last week's trivia question <laughs> was about screenshotting on Windows. Oh, oh no. Mariah I just printed want you to something say, out and wanted me to give this to Andrew I'm on terrified the of this. My mom texted me on Friday saying... Windows Shift S. I actually knew that. Like wow. I have never been torn apart more. Got him. Than me not knowing about this. Huh. <laughs> it's she printed the text message my mom sent me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me saying Happy Easter and her saying Windows Shift S. I actually knew that. Thanks, mom. Way to embarrass me. That's a top moment I'm just on the kidding. pod. For yep, sure. that's. I will never live that down for we the love rest that. of my life. Okay, now we're officially wrapping it for this week. Uh, David, hopefully, we'll be back next week, and we'll all be doing trivia in the same place. Until then, catch you guys later. Peace. Waveform is produced by Adam Alina and Ellis Rovin. We're partnered with Vox Media Podcast Network, and our intro outro music was created by Vane Silva.